Hello everyone, welcome to my show. Well, should I even say my show or my podcast? I've been saying my podcast. I'm not even know where that I'm right or wrong. <laughs> well, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks everyone for consistently listening to my podcast. I'm so excited and happy. I'm thankful because of a number of things. One is the fact that I'm alive. A lot of people have died from COVID. But here I am recording. It's a lot of things at the same time. It's um, dealing with um, a lot of things. If you're alive today, you've dealt with um, a lot of physical, emotional, psychological, spiritual stress. And you're here today. That is a lot. People are still dealing with uh, the um, PTSD. Is there even like a PTSD? It's more like what we are going through till now. It's COVID. So it's like mental depression from a lot of things. People who have lost their jobs. People whose businesses have crashed. People whose plans have been distorted. I think it takes a lot of things for anyone who still stands strong. Sorry, stands strong. Or anyone who actually had wins during the COVID. Or anyone who really had to work on themselves or be optimistic in the midst of the, the whole thing like because it's the covid really did a lot of things it was exposing it was revealing it was distorted it was um, catastrophic a, a lot of adjectives i want to use to describe the covid as it is now with the um, second wave coming now but then I'm just, uh, I'm just at this point where I'm just like, okay, uh, this is so much for me to really deal with. So I'm just telling myself or trying to tell people know that um, there's still hope and we are still optimistic that um, things will get better for everyone. That's our prayer. That's our hope. Yes. So, um, I have a lot of things to talk about. I won't say so much. Yes, I think I will try to talk about them as much as I can. But then there's is so much. I mean, so many things to say, and I won't, there's no like really like an order. So just be touching so many things, couple of things here and there, and then just discussing them. So I might just really come here, then go there, and then still come back here, and then go back there, and then go somewhere else, and then still come back here. It's kind of distorted, but then I just pray I get to like really see things I feel should be said. So, one of the things I um, made, me, made me want to talk was I had conversations then last year, December, with a couple of people, and um, I think uh, it's so much to talk about. Well, feminism is one of those things, and um, I met someone who was she's married, by the way. And then she is, she's not really a feminist, I would say. She's um, someone who sympathizes with women or feel they should be reformed. But she doesn't stand by feminists. So she was quite loud and saying, Oh, I feel women have been treated in a certain way or have been subjugated or have been um, put or marginalized marginalized in this context of society that a woman has to do this or a woman has to do that and um, 
it was so much she was saying and she was really emotional about it she wasn't crying or she was just saying so much and a number of men were there and funny enough those were quite a number of mature men like men I actually put so much respect for and then um, they didn't just know what to say because looking at it like after about this early um, at some point that even my friend had to like let me know that even Bible times there were times women were treated so much, so badly that um, it, it was more very bad but I think even the coming of Christ really helps a little bit in liberation because women were given more roles or women were seen in a different perspective like honorarily they won't want to talk about women but then there was like Mary Magdalene or Mary Mother of Jesus or there was Elizabeth or Eunice Alois the mother and grandmother of Timothy um, women in the Bible who have done so much have made impact Lydia for example Tabitha also called Docart if I could just keep calling names of women in the New Testament who even in the Old Testament there are women who actually were very impacting but you know like they still get to do the whole marginalization of women but then I think the New Testament tries to put it in a better place that Jesus was um, there to really say you don't really get to treat women like this or like that okay for example um the time in the bible where the woman was accused of adultery and she was brought out and then the man who was committing the adultery wasn't brought out and jesus just really wanted to stress the point that okay he just bent down just the writing and then i think they saw what he was writing and then everybody decided to drop their stones one by one and they all left because it was if feminists won't see it from this perspective, like they feel religion has put women in a very marginalized role, they should see it from this perspective that women have been liberated, and Jesus is one of those people who actually put it there. So he did it. I, I feel there was a point where Jesus even had to. Not it wasn't obvious, it wasn't like there, but then it was like a subtle reminder that women are also important. And then but then my this lady actually you know. I met and then she was so bitter, bitter about it so we're talking about the fact that women should be given more roles or women should um, participate or to do things or deserve better and then this man just comes and just starts telling us when we're, he actually like drops in that conversation and then suddenly this man just comes from nowhere and just starts telling us oh um, I was married before my wife died and eventually I had to marry somebody else he but before he married somebody else he had had series of women in his life and he always had issues with them okay like for example he started dating a like white lady and then he felt the woman wasn't going to be cultural enough to cook the kind of food he wanted to eat he, like she would like speed that she could eat just eggs and bread and um, that was okay for her for the day and afghan men like to eat heavy heavy so he felt this woman couldn't cook enough for me and then there was this woman from another part of Plateau State, well, they call them Miango people. So these Miango people, the culture allows a woman to, even as she's mine, go be promiscuous outside. And the, 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 this man just felt because she was from that place, she actually portrayed that character. And then there's this notion, generally, people still see, although like generally the women, like women in that 
community in that society still do the same thing till today but then i feel um the educated ones could be put through uh, they should understand better they should know that uh, there's commitment in monogamy so you need to be fully committed to it that kind of stuff and i felt like this woman should have known but he was like nah she's from this society so i didn't want to like that. like i was like my mind i was like really well for the respect of the guy i just felt like the man really like he kept talking about different different women like he had to do it. and even as he married eventually the woman he's with they actually divorced at the moment and then she was um really not that kind of person like he he was she was disappointment and then he actually had to betray the fact that he was a jealous kind of person so he was he's, he's possessive he's a kind of man who feels um um women are my property that kind of stuff so women cannot go out or in the meet their friends and like oh, i want to hug and it's just a normal hug but he feels it's extreme or he feels my, my wife shouldn't hug another person or she didn't she shouldn't relate or shake hands or just crack jokes just have fun that kind of perspective and i felt you are the reason why um uh, you're in this mess why are you um making it seem as if it's the women that are the issue so my colleague was am i always my colleague this lady i met eventually uh, sorry who i met and who we're having this conversation with was um she was really really like nah yes or that and now I, I really felt what she was trying to talk about and um it was a lot of things on the other and that man i don't even read the man <laughs> i feel like if it's your point deal with your own character like people need to understand this thing and i see this thing on twitter a lot when it comes to just people whether it's a just guy shooting just shooting just girls or just girls shooting just guys and there are a lot of the narratives generally yes that men and women have that have issues about but i, I I've, I've told myself why live by narratives if i like someone and i really want to build the person i should first of all leave with the person's flaws or help the person change the person wants to change or i feel we are compatible and we can actually work on ourselves so why why try to create that notion that oh this is the general norm this is the general norm between sexes or between a man or a woman that kind of stuff and i get exhausted when i see it it's quite fun sometimes when it's more like comedy or just banting but then i feel it's um it's much more than that People always keep making these statements all the time, but then at the end of the day, it's hurting. Like people have a general notion, and it just tells you. I think if you, your narrative, your statements every time are portraying a particular set of group of people in a certain way, that means it's in your mind, in your subconsciousness, you've registered to have people in a certain way. So I feel like beyond. I know feminists uh, sometimes could be extreme or. Um, Pachaki has given men so much freedom or rights or privileges more than women but you know I feel things have changed so you have to know who you're with and appreciate the person period and then work on yourself like I've listened to um, Fantasia Barino the R&B singer and then she um, talked about a lot of things and so much about relationship and you and your spouse um 
really appreciating ourselves and communicating and understanding yourselves or even like being with people because at the end of the day it's you being with someone so if you're having a narrative and your spouse is also having a narrative i think your marriage won't work you guys will just end up just struggling to keep the marriage and then at the end of the day the way the trend is going today you just end up divorcing and i don't even know whether nigeria has even signed prenup these days <laughs> but then i'm just saying it's one of those things getting to understand yourself i don't want, I, I i keep telling myself if i want to get into the relationship this person has to like me it's my flaws and i have to like the person with the person's flaws and work on ourselves is a lot of things i feel even when feminists are coming because society has created narratives you understand so why can't we as people understand ourselves and appreciate ourselves sometimes people can be extreme and i know and maybe someone really steps on your nerves or really does things you do not like i, I understand another issue is um talking about narratives in society so a man not smiling because he doesn't feel like he's is uh, everybody like ah it's a man's world or the man um probably struggles goes out and all that kind of stuff and if a woman says um ah, she's not happy she doesn't feel like smiling because of what she's going through then it cause that um women to be in a bad mood or they are bitter people honestly i know i know women could be uh i have to say this honestly women if, if a lady listen to this i feel this is the truth I think, personally, for I've been among black women, African women, Nigerian women, plateau women, so I can relate to this thing. So, I think women really nag. Yes, yes. Our mothers. I've met my friends' mothers, my own mother, my stepmother, and it's just that times where things aren't meant to be talked about or be an issue, but then it's really uh, like so much, and then the person just really gets angry, and I'm like. Ah, is it really what it is like is it really what gets you angry for but then i feel women are also entitled to feel the pain and i i still talk about the issue of communication like i feel it's important as much as women have a certain behavior i feel characters could be worked on i feel if you really like somebody you you create room for the person's flaws that's one but as much as your flaws are created rooms room for you shouldn't um, use that elastic to come and suppress the other gender. It's bad, you know. I feel it's, it's still just what it is for me. Communication, understanding yourselves, but then don't let because I have flaws, then you let it make it seem as if the other person isn't entitled to having some level of stable uh, peace of mind because you have flaws. You end up nagging the person every time. Well, I, I, I'm not really like putting it out as the, it's actually a video I saw where the person said um, when men um, stop smiling and they're like, oh, it is what it is, it is what, I to say it is, it is what it is because um, men actually get to really do a lot, have to do a lot to society and then when women say it is what it is, then it's more an issue because she's a woman like, ah, she's nagging, she's saying this. Women nag or really do what they do, but women actually to, to go through a lot, you understand? So I feel like we as human beings have a lot to do with in terms of having to 
understand ourselves and um, help ourselves and do so much you understand we are all learning and i'm learning so i keep seeing these things and i feel i should talk about them yeah so um as i said earlier i'll be here and there and everywhere talking about a lot of stuff but then i hope i make points so there's this um, notion that i have been thinking about i mean these thoughts in my mind i feel there's a notion that um i feel historians are not passionate about history post-university yes um what made me actually think about this thing was um i met someone who isn't i don't know the person is a historian though but um this person is passionate about history african culture african um everything african diversity or whatever it has to do and this person um was um telling me okay would i articles and information or put out fun facts about african culture or african history if you could and i was like okay i'll go to my um, alumni group channel and i really put it out i remember back in school people were so passionate about writing things about history and we're having analysis and people will always jump into it and feel whether it's contemporary issue or historical issues like talking about it people will just be debating and they could write articles about it so i just i felt oh this is um nice and this like what to study university so i put it out on the group and only one person responded and i felt like the notion beyond school that everybody's like they look for bread who get time to write that kind of stuff and Honestly, I think most of us are not even practicing what we studied, history, international studies, like beyond school. But I feel, I was really like thinking about because I feel like it's the system. Our system is really messed up. Generally for everybody, for every single person, I feel um, people are battling through so much. Yes. Whether you finishing from a bachelor course, getting a job, like that's the first part. Getting a job is actually um, an issue. That's the, one of the things. So, I think we know how it is what it is. Everybody feels, or at some point, if you didn't study a professional course, you wish you studied one. At times, I just tell my friends, my medical personnel, or doctors, or lawyers, are like, ah. I envy you guys though. Imagine if I studied medicine, I would have been sure of having a job. I do have a job though, but let's be realistic, everybody wants better pay and it puts you out in a better form. Depends on what you get, where you got people actually get to have so much and then at the end of the day to offer and then they are hot kick. But it's very rare, it's not like a normal thing for non professional course graduates. So you're out there and then you're looking for a job and it's so difficult ah you're there so i don't even blame them so most and i put it out i felt really bad like ah so this is beyond school people were only passionate about the whole stuff in school but then uh, after the school nobody wants to talk about um, history anymore there's no uh, vibe that comes with it or contemporary issues like it was fun back in the day i never really Participated in debates or a lot of things, but I think it helped me. It broadened my perception about history or world politics.
to uh, extent that I was able to really get information or fun facts about you know but then beyond that I really feel bad that uh, my my um couldn't even come out or come through for me in terms of putting out uh, the essay about history so I felt like well so what was the point of going to school but I don't really blame them it's just what society is and um professional courses at once who after beyond school you get to practice what you have learned in school but for us i think is wherever wherever you deal anything any bread where you feel anywhere if you get bread just go to that kind of stuff so the degree doesn't even matter just like as long as you just have a bsc or a ba that does it so Another thing I want to talk about was um, this happened a, l- a while ago. So we know about the palliatives that was hoarded by the government, and then different states where, starting from Lagos, where palliative houses, warehouses were raided, and then just see the level level of hoarding, and then government trying to exchange bulls and bars with citizens about why the palliatives were kept and you know, keep getting kept away in a certain place place for safety or for keeping for equal distribution but then i just feel like um why wait this long and then a lot of stuff really happened a lot of stuff really happened within that time so then what i want to talk about today is the fact that a man of god um organized people who some people who actually had politics took them to the government house to see their repenting of their sins and um, see um, they were feeling sorry they had raided the warehouse and they were asking God for forgiveness. Well, as a Christian, first of all, I do not support the fact that um, the warehouses was raided because whether we know it, like Muslims, Christians, everybody raided the place. I'm a believer of Christ. So, well, I feel why... I feel I feel bad that the man of God actually made those people do that kind of thing. Well, because first of all, it's a two-way thing. Are the politicians even doing the right thing? As let's talk about it. Are they really doing the things they are meant to do right? Are they doing the right thing? Are they doing what is meant to be done justifiably? Like so, so I know two wrongs never make it right, but I feel as a, as a, as a, as a man of God or a, a representative of people in religious or spiritual matters, I feel like you should challenge the government and say, okay, this is we are not saying what people did was right, but you, on the other hand, should have done it in this certain way. It wouldn't have been like this. I feel really bad. In fact, I was really upset when I saw the pictures of it on Twitter and I was like, ah, now wow, which kind of man of God be that one again? Sure. It's supposed to be time I everything happened. I was so really, I was so angry. You understand? You're doing a revival. Revival about the fact that people actually stole politics. You claim they did to take politics. They were really stealing for me, my own view. They were stealing. They were just taking what was rightfully theirs. It's just that it wasn't distributed equally. Because maybe probably it was hoarding. But then, talk about the first hoarding. The government hoarding these politics. And why would you even 
like people are hungry this is the covid this is the covid season and people are going through a lot that you can even imagine and for you to come and say that kind of thing and then make it seem as if um people are repenting to the government who actually steal more money than you can imagine like i mean like the audacity uh, audacity of you to even uh, do that kind of thing it's really bad i feel you should challenge the government that's what is important at this point in time you should challenge the government and tell them yes this is what it is fix your mess people are like this because you haven't done your own homework as the government so why like oh, i don't want to go there so it's just what it is well i just pray at some point this thing doesn't just really end just the way it ended i feel they should have they should be follow up this whole stuff should like be brought out because the answers the protests whatever happened in october till today has really showed a lot of things that is wrong particularly not just nigeria but for africa police brutality a lot of insecurity a lot of injustice like i don't want to jump into the whole Ariwa consult and uh, cause um or they even call them consultation forum or whatever they call themselves but then i just i don't i don't even read those people at all yes in my full chest i'm saying this well because i don't even want to jump into hishba or recently what's hap- what happened in kaduna state where um a people uh, a set of guys organized um they were going to organize a sex party well apparently it wasn't really like real it was to be like a hoax but just for bands and then they put it on social media and then you know people like who could do that kind of thing that kind of stuff so they went to the hotel where allegedly it was meant to be held and then demolished the hotel first of all I arrested the boys who went to organize that kind of sex party and i'm not saying that what they did was right you understand morally yes but i'm just saying it's none of their business the government should be like i mean the same kaduna state abuja kaduna road is a mess there was a time where about 19 people within that range number of people were killed on the same road on the same road and then your problem is how people are organizing sex parties like we should do is if if you were dealing with security it would even get to this point deal with that put your like reprioritize your life like the government needs to reprioritize like they're putting their energies where it's losing their business like we have pressing issues in this country and the government puts their pressure or put their issues on where it's not meant to be you understand like reprioritize if the government doesn't want to know like i'm saying it out to them today reprioritize what you're talking about reprioritize or there are a lot of issues we are going to they're dealing with like what is the plan for 2021 what um poverty alleviation or what uh, remedies are you doing for people who are affected by the covid nothing nothing the palliatives which was meant to even help to even cushion the effect of covid was hoarded and then when it was readed it was more as it was stilly i mean like i don't even, i want i currently have a headache right now yes because of how i am actually upset about what is happening in this country and um I don't want to enter 2021 with this kind of mindset. I'm just telling myself, like, um, things will get better some way, somehow. 
and apart from the fact that things will get better some way somehow i don't know i'm just making myself feel better about everything i'm just going to help myself work on myself build myself as much as i can in the midst of this storm called a nigeria nigerian system nigeria is actually the place where this there's this storm here and um actually everybody is in the storm but it's um who gets to stand the storm you understand so i'm just praying like i just tell myself 2021 has to be one of the best years for me i don't care i met people who have actually had wins in 2020 in the midst of the pandemic things really came out good for them and you don't have two heads and i deserve it too i need to put in the efforts more efforts uh, more believe in myself and my dreams and my expectations in life i need to really aspire for more and do more do better for myself not just myself but people around me and society as a whole play my own quarter as a citizen because i think for in the midst of everything nigerians who keep winning in the midst of all these things are the most amazing kind of nigerians like in the midst of the mess in the midst of this storm you still come out strong vibrant like it's so much that you can even imagine as a citizen that you still win in the midst of this mess is a lot of things and i must really commend anyone who is out there um doing the needful well on that note i want to talk about a lot of a couple of things very few just about the fact that um 2020 i mean that it might not even sound necessary but then i think a couple of celebrities if many celebrities have actually gotten pregnant in the midst of this whole thing like i could actually call a list of people who i'm like ah, you're pregnant or you're giving birth to the COVID. like wow i think the first person i, I, I could actually remember who got pregnant during the COVID was um Ciara and I was like damn girl um Ciara then let's say look at former Destiny's Child star um Kelly Rowland she's still pregnant till now Victoria Monette uh Pantheza Barino um I've forgotten quite a number of them Katy Perry too had a child yes Katy Perry um I've forgotten the name of the celebrities, but I think I was keeping up with that. And um, I just really felt it was one of those things like I can't wait, wait to see Mini Me and just see how to be like having my own child online. And it's it's any for anyone who actually had a child during this COVID or you actually had Mini Me, Mini You running around the house or looking at you and like baby daddy, that kind of stuff. And it's, it's actually amazing. So. It's one of those things I should commend you for. Yes, keep up the good work. If that was good work. It's actually like something that, um, would I say, something good, positive. Some of those positive things that happened during the COVID. So, this we are seeing the COVID though. But then, uh, we are hoping for much more positive things than you could ever imagine. Yes. So, thank you everyone for coming to my show. I, I feel I made a lot of sense in what I said uh, <laughs> and um, I just pray for more time to record and put out more content and the best of 2021 by the way I was meant to celebrate my one year in October 
for starting my podcast. And it's just a special shout out to my friend Kendi. Um, he we sat together in Europe Delta State, Europe Open Delta State, and Precious Casa. Well, these people were the ones that actually pushed me and said, "Okay, marvelous, Oye Banjo." I think for these people, I actually meant. It. I think for anyone I came across during my service year who was quite impactful, I could call a number of people. There was Mary, there was Dockers, there was uh, Benjamin Aklo, there was Favor, two Favors actually, there was me, um, there was uh, I, 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 I hardly call names of everybody Solomon, OPS, um, Funke, two people I met when I was serving. I think for one thing I experienced was I think over familiarity from where I'm coming from and then coming to this point where people who do not even know you for any member they just feel you should work on this just start doing this very few of my friends here are the ones who keep pushing me like you, you should record how far I'm not listening to your podcast in a while but then they pushed me and uh, special out to my friends here in Jaws like I don't really call out names here, but just saying like you all know yourselves, y'all are just amazing, y'all have been encouraging me, inspiring me and telling me I can do this. This is like my um, development stage. So at the point I was like trying to see, hey I should just really just wait till things get better. No, it's flawed, it's got issues, there are a lot of hitches here and there, a lot of errors, but I'm still recording my podcast. I'm still recording my podcast. And still putting out content, and I'll keep, I'll keep, I'll still keep doing this thing. One day, who knows? I'm winning mean, a daytime show award or um, just something positive might just come out of this. Not it might, it will come out of it. I'm very optimistic about it. And um, for anyone who listens to me, God bless you so so much. I'm so thankful for your time to really put out to listen to me. People who ask for my for links or they're like, ah, Kim. I heard you have a podcast. How's it going? You know, it's it's a lot of things. And for anybody I get to meet who is doing something, I try to keep up and ask the person, like, what are you up to? How's it going? You know, it's so much that you can imagine. And um, God bless everyone. God bless uh, 2021 for every one of us. No debts, no losses. No disappointments, just more wins for everyone. Thanks, everyone. My name is Kim Choji. Have a wonderful day.